last time we saw the true nature of our party. Grafton showed us his true nature, terrifying as it was, as he came to blows with the Minotaur. In the dark. It was unbelievable. Ah? Uh, ah? Uh, nothing? Well, all right, then. Millie collected the bags and stood them in an underground chamber, as per her true dwarven nature, taking Maria's bag with her to catch up to Pippo. And Pippo cheesed it up, as per his true nature. Look, we're getting to know Pippo, Millie, and Grafton so well. And now we might be about to meet our antagonists. The Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast. Season 1, The Stopwatch Arc. Episode 10, A Leafy Hedgy Leaf Hedge. The scene opens on a busy market near a dock. We see various people huddled together in small groups talking with one another. A group of avosai on one side with feathered hands point towards a well as they converse in a series of coos, tweets, and squawks. A pair of halflings lean out a second story window to get a better look at the commotion below. On the other side of the square, a Cilician member of the city guard takes statements from witnesses and victims of the theft that has just taken place. His scaly, clawed tail flicks back and forth unconsciously, revealing his displeasure at this disruption to his usually peaceful jurisdiction. A giant and a house cat wait patiently to give their statements. The goblin waits to give his too, though he not quite so patiently. A flash of pink, yellow, and teal fabric draws our attention. We focus on Maria leaving the square. Her brightly colored dress flutters as she makes her way hurriedly to a stone staircase leading up to the Acropolis next to the port. The view descends and we see a glimpse of wood as the dock fills our vision, then stone, then water. Our view of water is disrupted by a flash of metal and fur. Something swims past in a blur and then we see stone again. We see a female half-dwarf, exactly the right height, clad in sopping wet armor, moving down a dark passageway, water lazily flowing at her feet. The texture of the expertly hewn stone walls underneath her fingertips gives her a breath of confidence as she pauses briefly at the intersecting hallway. Our view follows her gaze as she peers around the corner and moves up the hallway to reveal an ogre illuminated from the side as torchlight streams out of the open doorway next to him. His back is to the wall, eyes wide open beneath crudely bent half-moon spectacles. One hand lies flat against the wall, almost at ground level, and the other clutches a large, leather-bound book dripping water from the corner to the ogre's chest. Behind the book, we can just make out a tabard hand-painted with dark red teeth. Our view pans to the left, and we see a long hallway with openings on either side. Water flows towards us as we move down the hallway to a grate at the end from which the water passes towards us. We pick up speed as the view moves towards the grate, through the grate, and we now see purple light from behind us illuminating a different yet still familiar hallway. To the left, we hear the sounds of wood and leaf hitting stone, metal, and flesh, and we see a two-inch fluffy tail catching the ends of purple light as it scurries down the stone wall. Roll for initiative. Hot dog. Improvement from my left roll with a three. We don't get experience for initiative, do we? We don't get experience for initiative. I have a marker. Oh, yeah. I have this. Five. Is it... I would be level three. <laughs> I got a 20. <laughs> okay. Millie? Five. All right, you're being a mace. So currently stays. Uh, the mini Tara creature and the themes need to roll, I guess. But they will likely be beating me.
Minotaur is a reflex mod, yeah? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, goodness. I guess I'm actually a water. 13. are going to be a 13 also. We've just been putting them at the end. Um, conveniently, they all have the same reflex stat, so um, it works out to keep them as a group. Sure to make yeah. If they're both 13 initiative, it becomes what? Speed? Check speed against speed? I don't think that's going to make a huge difference because it's kind of two groups at the moment. Um but if time is involved, but, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yes, speed, you are correct, sir. Oh. Yeah, that's no longer me. me. Is it? I think it's, it's going to the Minotaur first. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and keep track of that. Um, I don't know that it's going to make a huge difference at this point, but I think having it. Okay, so that means Grefton has the first option of what he would like to do. Yeah, uh, Grefton is going to take the first portion of his movement to return to the base of the escalator and attempt to grow another black locust tree Okay. at the base of the escalator. Okay. He does um, want to take a glance up the escalator to see if he can determine where the Minotaur is at. Though. Sure. Um, at this point, we've got... Uh, you're in a low-light passage, and looking up the escalator is dark. Right. Um, I would assume so, if the Minotaur had made it part of the way down the escalator, I would be able to see him. Yeah, though. I'm going to have you roll that awareness check. Disadvantage, Because you're also impeded by hedges. <laughs> It's dark and shrubby. Yeah. So you can, I mean, looking up this magical escalator, you can definitely see that there are some hedges, like, moving up it, but... Um, Let me see you, if I can well, yeah, determine in any that, way, shape, your, or form. Make your awareness check. Yeah. So, uh, disadvantage, though, because it's low light. Yeah. Oh, come on. Okay. Uh, first roll is an 11. Second roll... Nine. Okay. So nice. Um, I think with that, um, and this Minotaur is not necessarily being, like, super quiet. You could kind of make out, like, okay, he's up at the top of the escalator at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's grumbling and unhappy with being beaten by various... Uh, natural materials. So then Grafton wants to grow another uh, black locust tree. Okay. So. Not successful this. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, it's a three, but I'm going to use luck to re-roll that because why not? Okay. <laughs> At this point. So, a little bit better. Uh, seven on the die. Uh, Two for nature makes that nine, and then three for arcane makes it 
12. So a 12. Okay. Um, I think with a 12, you grow like a three-foot tree, and it heads up the escalator. Cool. Um, and I think you have like another half of your movement. So I have take that. Yep. So I have ten feet left. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move ten feet back down the hallway where I came from. I'm just trying to stay out of range of the Minotaur's movement, if possible. Cool. While I bombard him with my natural plants. <laughs> um. Okay. Should roll some dice in this game with dice rolling. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna have you make a another awareness check. See what you know. Okay. Uh, disadvantage on this one as well, obviously. Uh, no, this will be mm-hmm. auditory, so just take okay. it at normal. Normal. Six on that one. Okay. Um, I think kind of as you're moving away from the escalator, you hear, you know, various creaks and snaps and whatever, um, but you don't really get any extra information other than, like, yeah, that Minotaur was up at the top of the stairs. And that's what's going on there. Do I need to roll damage at all? Uh, I rolled some damage for oh, you. All right, that works. Um, since you're not really aware of what's going on, and you had kind of a weird d20 move there, and so, yeah, I rolled some damage for you. Um, okay, um, so that was the Minotaur's turn. The Thieves' turn... Um, Pippo, I'm going to kind of give you an option here. Um, do you want to, you looked in, mm-hmm. um, then, so, like, what does that look like? Did you look in and, I think we had mentioned you, like, kind of flip back around the wall, so, um, but I'm gonna tell you what you see first before you decide, okay, because you would see the room and right. then... Like, there would be some stuff that happens. It was very much a quick peek. Like, imagine, like, I'm facing the wall, bend as best I can at the hip to get my <laughs> head past the doorway, and then back up. Okay. Um, with that in mind, I'm going to have you make a reflexes save with advantage. Hot dog. I'll take advantage. 15, which takes me a 13. And a 20. Nice. That's two, because it's not awareness. Indeed. Hey, I'm level three. Um, you had a nat twenty. Well, yeah, you had a nat twenty on your right, a nat twenty or a nat twenty. Dirty twenty. Nat as twenty. I've heard it called. Um, okay, uh, nat twenty. I think with that, I'm not even gonna roll for them. Um, but you kind of this dip in, great vision. Dip back out, and a knife goes flying across the opening oh, past where your was. head was. Um. So I'm gonna need to put out some. Oh, I should remember to telegraph to that last next time. (laughs) 
based on my general knowledge of pain and suffering, and daggers and things of the sort, um, do I know how much that would hurt if it would have hit me in the face? A lot. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean... Enough. <laughs> enough. Okay. So, what you see as you look into this room, um, is there's kind of a, like, step, like, step-down, uh, construction to this room. So, there's a level that's about 10 feet wide, um, as you enter, that's even with the hallway that you're in, and then it steps down about 5 feet to another level that is another 10 feet across, and then it steps down to another level, um, that is another 10 feet across, and that's where you see, like, the opposing wall. Um, as I mentioned before, this whole room is illuminated pretty well with different torches kind of spread around, some on that top level, some on that second level, um, but the bottom level is actually filled with water, um, and you see one of the um, fish people, I believe, as Pippo is referring to them, um, actually in the water, and next to... Um, Next to that fish person, um, there's a stack of the remaining bags that the group had. Um, so the group has dropped most of their bags, but they still have a few. Is that denoted um, by D6 or is is, D6? Yeah, denoted okay. by a D6. Gotcha. Um, on the other side of the stack of bags, kind of uh, messing with them in some regard, is uh, Danny Teen Boy. Um, and then... Also on that middle level is the other fish person who's standing on the ground, um, and that's the one who threw the knife at you. Um, so they were kind of on on guard for someone coming in through this doorway. You peeked your head in, they checked a pointy uh, pokey at your face, and um, that's kind of what you got from that. And then on that main level towards the top, we have uh, the Birdman cleric. Um, before Pippo had seen kind of the shadow of someone around, like directly adjacent to the wall to his right, um, so that would be west of the doorway. Um, same deal, you can kind of see the shadow that there is someone up there against the wall, but you didn't get a look at them um, with just your quick look. But this is pretty much the layout of the room here. Um, and that's what you see. I must have your... missed it. This is okay. cleric bird. What's cleric this bird. one? Uh, there's two fish, fish people. Person? So there's a. Is this garter fish lady, lady that I've seen before? Is this garter fish lady I've seen before? Uh, I'm say the one on the. Yeah. Second tier. On the second tier okay. that threw the knife at your face is okay. garter fish lady. Um. Both of the fish people are uh, female. Um, they have long hair. They have fins coming out of their face. They have webbed hands. Um, they both wear a, um, you know, just pretty standard light leather armor sort of a situation there. Um, make, I'm going to have you make an awareness check also. I didn't have you do this yet. Don't think so. Okay. Uh, modified 10. Okay. I think with that modified 10, um, you don't really get any extra additional information than what I've 
reveal to you kind of like the layout of the room. Um, there's a couple of tables around, um, one kind of in the middle of the top level, one all the way to the east on the bottom of the second level um, that have, you know, various... Did I see things. where the knife came from? Yeah, you saw that it came from the fish person on the second level. Carter fish lady. Got it. Yeah. Um, so... I think that's the thieves' turn. Um, we'll kind of start there with them kind of being in this space. Um, Millie, I'm going to let you take your turn. Alright, I'm heading down the hallway trying to get to Pippo. I just have Maria's bag with me. Got a five. I can only move 20, but since I'm just going to be moving as my action as well, I'm running. So, what, 30? Uh, she was... Not there. She was, she was coming up on this corner. Oh, this oh, corner. Oh, for some reason I thought I was at... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, because yeah, you had already you come had through the gate. Yeah, I had already come through the gate. Not through the bags, honestly. Yeah. I had mixed up which uh, room the bags were in. So, I'm sorry. I yeah. didn't cool. see the second Perfect. room there. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay, I'm going to move my whole way. So, I can move 30 and not do an action. 25, 30 base of stairs. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, you do have five feet of water in between you and the other side, so just keep that in mind as you're factoring for movement. Um, hasn't been an issue yet, but that's the, like... Next turn, it will. Yeah, step whenever next you're trying to get there, it's... Yeah, it takes some extra movement. Um, okay, Millie, you took your full move action. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pippo, your go. Okay, in response to the dagger flying out of the room... And me deftly missing it. Um, and it's daftly, not deftly, by the way. It was kind of an accident. <laughs> I feel like with the nat 20, he should have just caught what? it out of the air. <laughs> He's catching it in the mouth. <laughs> uh, and there's candy behind me. Brilliant. Yep. Uh, Dagger placement as recorded by a Starburst. Gotcha. Alright, so in response to that, I'm going to step into the room. See, what was very nice. That's dangerous. And then, do I see this person that is hiding behind the door yeah. now? Um, are you? You're just. Are you? Is there an action Currently, involved with your speech or just? No, not okay. yet. I'm just um, walking in. Okay, you that. see a half orc fighter who's pretty burly, looking. Cute. Did you ask, ask if he's cute? No, no. Yeah, he's, he's a hat oh, orc. You just compared know, to a full you ogre. just know that he's cute. Okay. No. Uh, full orc. -y. Okay, yeah, so he uh, is a little bit bulkier, a little bit more heavily armored um, than the rest of the group. Um, and when you step in, he goes, Oi, what are you doing here? Well, I've come to talk. Let's all sit down and have a little discussion. That's a charisma check. I'd like to persuade them to all come together and discuss things with me. That is a 14. Okay. Um, Could be there. You have luck. 
I think this should be <laughs> a disadvantage. Because they're already antagonistic towards you. Also somewhat intimidating by me. Not as of this point. No? I don't think you've not, not even a little bit concerned because they dropped all of the bags and ran off and didn't not, even pull the lever? Maybe not all of them, but they Obviously dropped a lot of them. But, but you didn't do an intimidation check. You did a cause them to have an action check. I thought you were going to say cause them to have an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them drop more than bags. I suppose they're kind of <laughs> scaring them to drop your bags, which I'm considering kind of an intimidation check. Um, like I'm like, drop your bags and run. Seems kind of intimidating. I think... I mean, it's like fear factor, so, not so much like I'm directly intimidating them, I suppose. But... I'm gonna say that they are not intimidated okay. at this point. Um, so, if that changes what you want to do, feel free to change what you want to do, but... Um, no, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna run with it. Okay. Alright. Ooh. That's good. Um, before you tell me the number, let me think. I imagine this doesn't fall under defending or unarmed, correct? <laughs> <laughs> kind of unarmed. But you did Dis say... It's more disarming than unarmed. You did say run with this it, is, which for is, people is not a strong suit. This is very similar to, like, I want to make a giant wall of gummy bears to just be like... Doesn't matter if it should happen. Like, what <laughs> if... You roll high enough, it will right, happen. Right, exactly. <laughs> Alex, our um, listeners won't I'm, get that reference. <laughs> no, they won't, but I think will. Um, we had a character who was playing a conjure wand. Do you think of your number? I'll stop narrating at this no. point. Uh, we had a character that was a conjurer, and at one point we were doing this pretty fun death race kind of thing, and he decided he wanted to build a giant wall of gummy bears, I believe, to use to help him around a corner or to make someone crash while no, he was to, around. No, to go around a corner. Oh, no, okay. there, were, there were specific Those target mean, rings that you guys were trying to go through. That's right, it was a ramp, right, or something? And so he was trying but to there, build a giant gummy bear funnel to get him into the speed boost. But it was also on icy terrain that if you had slid too far, you would have gone off the edge. So, like, it was also to get around that corner. But he decided to make a massive, I said, gummy bear funnel um, and the GM, Alex at the time, promptly responded, freaking gummy bears? And he said, well, it doesn't matter if it should work. If you roll high enough, it will work. Um. And now you're all high up. Welcome to our world. Conveniently, for the record, he did roll high enough. He did indeed roll high <laughs> he enough. He did roll, I think it was a nat 20. Uh, no, probably. probably. And with his bonuses, it was probably 30. Yeah, uh, more than that, he got like a good 14 bonus on pretty much everything. I, oh. I don't know if he did at that point. Oh, well, that's true. But, that's true. Yeah. He's, yeah. First character to max out a stat. That happened. Um, <laughs> okay, I've got my number. All right, well, this was a... Modified eight. Okay. Uh, they're not gonna just all sit down and come chat with you about, I guess, whatever you want to chat about. Many in here, I kind of guessed that would happen. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. that's, my, that's my movement. In... No, I'll not. Yeah, I'll not do that yet. I was about to say I'm going to, like, turn my back to the ogre guy and keep walking in, but I'm not going to do that. Alright. Okay, um, how are you oriented? You, are you just in the doorway, or um, did you actually walk into the room? Because, like, your language has made me think that, like, you're actually in the room. I am. Um, Sorry. So I stepped in okay. the room, 
said my piece, and I think I, you know, I actually will take another five foot step this way and put my back to the wall looking into the room so I can see everyone at once. Okay. Um, and that'd be my. The half orc is. Gonna take a cheap shot. Here. Oh. So, yeah. Gonna take a cheap shot. Um, okay, he swings at you for 11. The last time. Okay. Where? And he hits your right hand. Oh, Make, no, hand makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, yep, okay. Hey, friendos, I'm Alex, your friendly neighborhood GM which I guess means I'm just your friendly neighborhood? Anyways, this is the HHQ, Dubious History's Headquarters, the part of the show where I come out and do a barrel roll. No, wait. This is the part of the show where I come out and tell you stuff. First of all, thanks so much for listening. Really, you're the best. No, but really, the best. And on to the announcements. There's someone who is the best, and it's you, for listening. So thanks again. Also, speaking of listening, I just started listening to another RPG podcast from the Glass Cannon Network called Androids and Aliens. To be honest, I haven't listened to Glass Cannon, though I do know Charles is a big fan. But I got turned on to Androids and Aliens because they're running a sci-fi campaign and was recommended by a listener and good friend of Keys to the Universe, Grant. Thanks for the recommendation, Grant. I can't say 100% because I'm only like two episodes in, but I'm also like two episodes in since uh, yesterday and loving it so far. As they introduced new characters, I was like, I can already tell this character is going to be my favorite. Next character, no wait, uh, this character is going to be my favorite. Next character, no wait, this is going to be my... Hmm. Anyways, I'm hooked. Go check it out. It's called Androids and Aliens. Hey you, Time Traveler Alex here. Now that I'm a little bit farther into Androids and Aliens, I am really, really enjoying it and would definitely still recommend it 100%. But I did want to hop in and say it has that explicit tag for a reason. There are some adult jokes in there, so just a fair warning on that. Now it's time for Rules, Rules, Rules. Today we're talking about Initiative. Initiative is a basic mechanic, but one that turns out to be pretty important. The basic premise of Initiative is turn order, so when you roll for Initiative, you're deciding a new turn order for that specific situation. Often, in less tense moments, we'll just run with a more natural, like, who wants to do this? Okay, you did an action, now let somebody else do an action. But in combat or other moments where order is going to be more important, we'll roll initiative. To make an initiative roll in our system, you make a d20 roll and add your reflex modifier. The higher the roll, the earlier you get to act in the round. If two characters tie for their roll, then it goes to the character with the higher speed. If that's a tie, then the character with the higher awareness. If it's still a tie, then the players fight to the death. Or they play rock, paper, scissors, or find some other way to figure it out. Once the initiative order is set at the beginning of the round, then we keep that order for the whole combat. However, there are two other sub-options you can use to kind of adjust your initiative spot, called writing in action and delaying a turn. I'll talk more about those next time. As always, don't forget to check us out on social media where you can get notified when new episodes drop, and please tell your friends about our show. Thanks again, and now back to the action. That was Pippa's turn. Grafton, it's back to you. I want to grow a hedge going for me south to block off the exit of the escalator and then i'm going to turn east and continue growing the hedge as far as i can with my 26 feet of movement along that little narrow bridge okay 
hold for that. Eight, so plus two, ten, plus three, thirteen, divided by two is six and a half. So okay. six and a half feet tall is the hedge. Um, I assume I can't make it all the way across if I calculated my movement correctly, because that's a ten foot wide thing of water. Okay. Uh, so you grow that, um, and you get, how much total movement do you have? 26 feet. Okay, so five, and then you want to grow all the way across the opening? Right. Ten, um, and then you have another... Like 20, ten. and then, so I'm like, not quite out of the water, I guess? Yeah, I'll just say you're across at the other side, but you're still in the water. Okay. That's kind of what I figured. That seems like that makes sense to me. Um, okay, uh, now it's the Minotaur's turn. Uh, Grufton, I'm going to have you make another awareness roll. Uh, disadvantage or no? Uh, this is still auditory, so no disadvantage. Okay. 12. Okay. Um, I think that's what I got last time. <laughs> so... You don't hear anything with the Minotaur or anything like that, um, but you do notice that to your right in that chamber where the purple light is coming out of, um, the character there who um, had various um, writing implements and paper and odd mechanical desk implements and things like that strapped to him has come around the corner um, hearing kind of the commotion that has gone on and is looking through the grate, um, I guess I'm Ignoring the earlier firewall, apparently. <laughs> well, perhaps. Perhaps that's what drew his attention. <laughs> and he decided to come check it out. Um, so I'm going to have him roll an awareness check. If he waits a turn, I can save him the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he sees you. Um, Great. He calls out to you and says, Oh, hello, Master Chipmunk. What is going on over there? Uh, Griffin will reply, uh, <clears throat> It's been a long time since I did this. There's a minotaur, and he's a thief, and he is trying to kill me. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, well, uh, is there anything I can do to help you out on that? Um, this, that does seem very problematic. Um, I'm not sure this barrier is probably going to prevent most of the things that I could do other than talk to you, but is there anything that you can think of that maybe I can do to help? Where did this barrier even come from? Oh, well, the barrier is just a part of the natural system that has been constructed here. It helps purify the water, it prevents things from moving through, it prevents things from moving to different parts of the channel. So, blowing it up would be a bad idea. I think you just have a hard time making that happen. Oh, don't tempt him. <laughs> I think that's where Griffin will end at this point. Okay. Um, not he has not thought of anything that the guy could do to help at this point. I am gonna have you make a charisma check real quick. 
Uh, and I'm going to give you advantage also. Well, that might be helpful because that's 13 minus 2, so 11. Okay. And then... 18 minus 2, so 16, which finally gives me the experience I need to go to level 3. <laughs> right. Because I'm at 7 uh, experience, which is level 3, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, that tells me what I need to know. Um, that makes it the thieves' turn. Um, which I guess I should actually roll initiative independently for them. Now that they're actually going to be in combat. Unless they get a natural one, they will not be after me. Okay. Well, you never know! <clears throat> it's not the sort of thing that I should just arbitrarily decide. Okay. Um, the half-orc got an... Nine. Danny Teen Boy got a five, uh, which I think matches Millie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, his speed is a five. Yours is also no, yours is a six. Okay, so he's gonna go behind Millie. <laughs> uh, the Abosai Birdman Cleric is there. Okay. You got a 17. Uh, reflexes, though, right? Hmm? Reflexes. Yeah, he's very... Reflexive. Reflexive? I guess. Seems like a weird description. I just wanted to make sure... I just wanted to make sure that Alex wasn't adding speed ready? all of a sudden. He's very ready. Uh, the... Mermaid Rogue in the Water got a... One, but not a natural one. It got a dirty one. I assume their speed is faster than they gave two. Their speed stat is a five. Oh, that's equivalent to mine then. Okay. Um, is there a way we break ties? Technically, yes. Uh, what? It's reflexes awareness and then speed and then I think it's awareness. Yeah. Five. Yep, second tie goes to awareness. Awareness is also a five. Great. Uh, Let's what? play rock, paper, scissors. Acrobatics or dexterity, maybe? Luck. You, you choose one of my strong suits here. <laughs> I'm just okay. trying to think of what makes uh, sense. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and three out of, two out of three. Alright. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. Uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Alex got progressively louder. Yes. <laughs> That's kind of my normal, I know. Let's be real. Uh, okay, and then the other one. Uh, who you know to be named Garter. Snake? Is at a nine. Um, before or after the half orc? Uh, I can't play rock, paper, scissors with myself. <laughs> you better hope they have different stats. <laughs> I think it's half. It doesn't really matter, both your characters. It's, 
it's after the half dark is kind of first. Okay. Um, so that being said, uh, the Birdman is gonna take his turn because he hasn't actually gone yet. Millie, it's have you gone this round? No. Okay. Uh, that's good because his initiative is before yours. Oh. Um, Boo. <laughs> Hope I roll defensively. Okay. Um, so he's going to. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on, I think. Um, he's going to just hit you with a standard attack, um, which is air magic for him. That means that you should just be rolling a reflex save. Yes. Um, I guess against their arcane? Yeah. Uh, and because I'm a rock-based creature and it is an air-based uh, magic, it's going to be half damage. This would actually be intelligence, not that that matters. You. Uh, modify 13. Okay, uh, so you kind of duck out of the way of this attack. Um, they're going to kind of like flap back through the air and come over to this um, far east wall of that top level. Um, there is a table kind of in between you guys, um, just taking up this square. Um, this is like a standard wood top, four legs table. Um, nothing too crazy. Obviously, they had to get it like down in here somehow. So, um, drop down the well. I mean, what would be the first thing that dropped down the well? I just imagine them standing over the well, jumping on a table, trying to shove it down. I just imagine them like walking stop, stop, through stop, the, stop. the like square with a table and then just like dropping it in the well and somebody like across the square is like just like watching them like walk back and forth. Cheers. Curious. Um, okay, so that's Birdman's turn. Mintar already went. Uh, what's the next one you written there? It looks like H ten. Uh, that was here, here. Is that the half orc? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's gonna take another swing at. Okay, he's gonna take another swing at Pippo. Now he's going back and forth, hitting from one side, hitting from the other side. Of course, the wind thing did nothing. Cause they're weak. Uh, you get a reflex. Oh, you get a counter. Ha! Good. Alright, um... I like to defend, apply reflex mod to a normal attack roll. I should not roll a d20 for a normal attack roll. Unless the GM approves it, then I certainly will. No, you shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so sad. Uh, that would be... A six plus four. That would be a ten. Because it's unarmed. Because a plus okay, two so plus a major. So yeah, ten damage. Okay. 
Your standard attack is a D6? Uh, D8. Ooh. Unarmed counts as heavy for me. Nice. You got big arms. <laughs> um, okay, so he kind of comes in with... He's got a two-handed battle hammer, so he kind of swings down. I think you just, like... No, lean, wait a minute. Lean back. As my arm swings yeah. back around, just Go to takes turn. it real quick. Just kind of, like, clock him upside the... Left hand. So... Fresh and assigned. Yeah. Um... Okay, so that's going to be his turn, um, and he's going to yell, what, did, what was the last thing you yelled? He yelled, who are you, right? And then you and yelled. I ignored him and said, let's just talk about right, things. Let's talk and let's all come it. together and talk about it. And then he attacked um, me. And I think, Very clear. Yeah, I think instead of yelling, he's just going to kind of be like, as he gets knocked by your massive arm. Um... And I guess we're just taking a step towards you to be able to Great. hit you. Um, so uh, yeah, he's gonna stay there, and that's his turn. Um, that makes it Garter's turn. Um, she's gonna also chuck a. Um, yeah, uh, you see that she has a, like, water skin of some sort, but it's, like, pretty large, kind of hanging at her hip, maybe where you would normally expect a, um, like, a sword sheath to be. Um, and she kind of, like, grabs it as if she's grabbing the handle to a sword, um, and then flicks from that water skin um, a flat, condensed, uh, but not ice, blade of water through the air towards you. Um, so I'm just going to make a... And for information, because I am rock-based creature and this is water, I will take double damage. Um, okay. This is one, a sorry, one and a half damage. Standard attack roll, right? Yep. Well, I'm going to do a save. So, sorry. It's an elemental attack, therefore, um, it's going to be automatic is, hit, but gonna, I get a save. This is going to be a ranged attack roll. Okay, um, not... It is going to be water-type damage, but the way that she's actually making the attack is it's a dexterity-based attack. Okay, so yeah, yeah standard attack rolls... Not, a, not okay. a magical... Like, okay. not, it's not a magically guided missile. It's a hardened, condensed water blade that she is actually throwing at you. Sure. Uh, you get a reflex defense, which which will get the range is just a just missed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> man. Um. So what does what does this miss look like? I guess Pippo. Uh, I turn to address the half orc. Yeah. Knock his hands out of the way, and I lean forward in a somewhat scolding fashion as the ice. Shard thing. Water. It's not ice. Not ice. It's, not ice. it's the, water. The water blade flings over like right behind my head and probably out the door. Oh, wait, no, that's on the other side. Well, uh, no, that's garbage. Yeah, it hit the wall. So, yeah, it, it hits the wall and splashes <laughs> into liquid. Um, okay, uh, that makes it Millie's turn. 
Ogres don't like that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> How does our flanking work? Do you have to be flanked by three people to be flanked? Three or more people. Okay. Um, she an attack opportunity. Then, yeah, she's going to stay where she's at. Um, so, yeah, so Mill, you go. All right, I'm continuing to try and get up there. So, you've got... Looking here, so five... 10, because you're not escalator stairs. Right. You can 15 into the water, and then 25 for full movement to the other side, or you can, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, and be across from the open door. And still have an action. But I'm a not ranged you can, person. Wait, if you so. get, it's 20 to across from the open door. So, 5, 10... 15, 20 to be directly Then you can across. also take your full movement and take that 10-foot movement and make it across and be at the open door if you would like. If you'd like to do that, you could do 5, 10, 15, 25 to be across. What's your total without... 30. Uh, 30, okay. No, Is it should be 5, 10, 20, 30. Where did she say? If there's two squares of water. There's... Five feet of water in the middle of this chamber, oh, okay. which counts as ten feet of movement. Right, right. So, five, ten... So... She was at the bottom of the stairs? Yeah. She was right in front of the stairs. Okay. So it'd be five, ten to get up. Yeah. And then, if she wanted... Fifteen. Fifteen into the water. Twenty-five to get across. Yeah, I mean, it seems like either way it pans out, you can make it. And the dude is in the doorway. So you can be right up on him with no action, or you can have across the hallway. I'll say across the hallway, I guess. You want to be over here? Yep. Okay. Okay. Next to the dagger in the wall? Um, you can also. If I still have an action, I'm pulling that dagger out of the wall. Yeah, you, you'll have an action if you yeah. stop there. I'm pulling um, the dagger can, out of the wall. You can also see that this is an open doorway as well, farther down the hallway leading into the same room. So if you wanted to, you can continue moving down the hallway to get closer to that second door. I'm nope. not sure what your plan is there. Okay. Um, so Pulled the dagger out of the wall. Sweet. And equipped it. You got a pointy pokey slabby stashy. Slashy stabby, sorry. Do I get to eat it? I mean, you can. I probably wouldn't. It's, <laughs> it's real hard, but... Uh. Wait, why do I have this? That's that was the indicator of what the dagger was. Um, okay. Uh, Millie, was there anything else that you wanted to do with your action? I'm going to say, like, if you want to just, like, you can just grab that dagger as a free action. Um, I want to punch a guy, but I'm too far away, and I can't get there and still do an action. You okay. so. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to yell or... Yeah, no. you could throw that dagger back if you want to. Ooh, okay, I want to throw the dagger. Okay. Um, I don't know how this works. Is there any sort of proficiency thing here that we need to know, Isaac? As far as... If you don't have proficiency and you're trying to use a weapon... So you, you get no modifier. Of any kind. I don't know if you have a proficiency in this or not, I suppose. My proficiency is unarmed and grappling. Okay. Um, my character attempts to use a non-improvised or non-proficient weapon. They get no weapon modifiers. 
combat roll modifier will still apply. So, you just roll it normal. What am I rolling? You can still get a... Sorry. Oh, uh, a light range weapon, which will be a D4. And you just roll a straight D4 with a a regular attack die. Oh, so I do the regular attack. Yeah, for a hit miss, we still roll that, and then you're... Uh, they got a reflex defense. Dang it. Um, Which for range is just nothing. So, yes, that's just nothing. So you throw that back through the open doorway. (laughs) Something could die. (laughs) And it clangs off the other wall and drops in the water. Don't eat it. It needs to go in the water. Uh, I mentioned this, right? That whole bottom section is yes. filled with water. Yes. Okay. I just had this moment where I was like, "Wait, did I ever say that?" I don't. I, I don't know that my words that. build this entire world, and if I forget to say something, it's like you know. I don't recall you saying that. So I appreciate you repeating. Um, <laughs> yeah, that bottom level is all filled. Because this water. person was swimming, they're yeah. another fish person. Yeah. So uh, it's now Danny Teen Boy. Danny Teen Boy's turn. Uh, Danny Teen Boy is gonna. Who's pains? Danny? He might have already done that. He, so when you came in, he was like messing with those bags um, that are between him and the other fish person. Um, he kind of like turns and is like, uh, 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 ask what do you want me to do? Uh, and the half orc yells back, keep doing what you're doing. Um, so he's going to just keep kind of pushing those bags into the water, um, with the fish person. Um, okay. Do we have both fish people on? Uh, Murder Rogue. Is that both of them? You said this one was the rogue. You got... They're both rogues. Gardner. Yeah. If you're any day. Oh, okay, great. And then Murder Rogue. Great. Okay. Um, so, Murrogue is going to, um, I'm going to say with their action, um, they kind of maneuver the rest of the bags into the water, and then they duck down into the water, so you can't see those bags anymore. Um, I'm going to have you make an awareness check also. I think that that makes sense with all the other things that have been going on this round, that you're not probably super aware of kind of what's the deal with that. Um, So those bags and that Murrogue are now out of sight. Um, And Pippo, it is your your go. I'm going to turn to the half-orc and holding my book up high. Oh no. Proclaim. Oh great, Dagamouth. Oh no. Help these poor forgotten worms. Put the air on their ways. And then I'm going to left hand kind of just like shove him out the door towards Millie. So I'd like to do a strength check to just shove him towards She's her. like boxer uh, stepping back and forth on the other side. Well, the dagger just came back out. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Either way, I'm going to shove him out that door. And she's not quiet. 
Uh, yeah, that's I can true. hear, she, I can hear her cussing and spinning the entire way up the stairs. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're going to do a shove. Is this an attack? Is this a special uh, skill? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, okay, you, like, so I'll, I'll ask you this. Stuff. So, look at your character sheet. Um, I'll, I'll take... Um, I'll, I'll take... Either, I mean, depending on bonus, if you want to say, you know, I'm looking for clerical assistance. Um, I was primarily thinking either do a strike if you were to allow it to go out the door. Otherwise, I'd just be attempting a, a unarmed strength I think, contest, I think this is what makes the most sense for kind of how this is going down, is I think you should do a... Let's do a strength contest, and depending on how that pans out, we'll potentially add some damage or not, depending on what that looks like. Right. That's that was um, kind of my expectation. We really do as a strength contest. I'm okay with you adding your divinity and unarmed into this kind of like strike that you're doing. I hope I just that twenty shot right out to you. <laughs> Such a bad roll. Hmm? Um, okay. Roll with luck. You? Might as well. Except it could be lower. Well, that's true. I don't know what you rolled. I can only add one luck, right? I believe that's our thing. You can only add one luck, or you can add as many luck as you have I think left. you can add as many as you have left. Oh, that's you, great. You all right. just used it all in that. Uh, so, minor five will get up to 19. Okay. Um... He's at an eight. <laughs> um, so I think this is how this is gonna pan out. Okay, so I think this is how this is gonna pan out. It is uh, Pippo kind of turns around and just like shoves this guy and gets him like halfway across that hallway out there. Uh, Milia, I'm gonna give you an attack of opportunity as you punch this guy. And... Can I... I wanna know, like, I how you wanna do, take that. I can't that. do a double strike. It's just attack of opportunity, so you, it's just a single punch. You can't do an attack of opportunity, but I'm gonna let you kind of dictate what this attack of opportunity well, looks like. Well, you're heading... He's flying the, towards me, and I'm here. <laughs> like, I was doing the little boxer step back and forth. I see him coming... So he's and flying at you out this doorway, currently over water rushing. As he's ru flying across this water, he starts to hear Millie just cackling. And she hits him with a punch to the gut. Or I guess you could, you decide where he gets hit, right? I, I'm gonna let, I'll, I'll let you decide where this goes. I'm okay with this. Yes. She swings, connects with his stomach, and hits him for ten. Okay. Do you want him to land in the water, or do you want to land him to land on the... Uh... Rock. Okay, on the walkway next to you. Yep. Okay. Amen.
Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.